There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey fam, I'm Jada Pinkett Smith, and this is the Red Table Talk podcast. All your favorite episodes from the Facebook Watch Show in audio. Produced by Westbrook Audio and iHeartRadio. Please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. On this Red Table Talk, I can always respect someone who can speak their truth and, and sit in the heat. She's been called the most controversial person on the internet. I was just such a, like, bitter twisted, angry woman. I would hate me too. Outspoken actress Jamila Jamil reveals her secret struggles. I tried to kill myself. I also was suicidal and it's happened twice in my life. Behind her public feuds. Everyone has a limit of how much you can eat. They had to kick me off of all of my social medias when I was like 14. Why she turned against me. Forgive me for being this blunt. I don't know if I like this woman. Wait a minute. Now, her bold transformation. It is an act of rebellion to love yourself. I'm looking at you and I'm like, that's some real courage. You are speaking my life. <laughs> we have a great guest today. She describes herself as a rebel. You can just call me a crash test dummy. <laughs> that's what I am. I'm a disaster. Not good with stairs, not good with stairs. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the table. So, 
I was just reading that you have an eight-year experiment. Yeah. And you are the experiment. Explain that. Explain. Eight years ago, to start off as cheerfully as possible, okay. I, I tried to kill myself because okay. I had a nervous breakdown. And it was the second time I tried. Mm. And I, I thought, well, I'm just going to do it again if something huge doesn't change, if everything doesn't change. Yeah. So I decided to try and figure out my trauma, what had mm. taken me to this low point, this like young woman, I was on television, I was this like it girl. I had attention, all these different things that I was told my whole life would make me happy. Mm -hmm. And I was so unhappy, I was so lonely, so yeah. miserable. And I realized after seeking help, I had very severe depression and that my depression was caused by repressed rage. Mm. And upon realizing that, I was like, okay, I have to just completely change everything. I was a very well-behaved, repressed young woman. Yes. Who was being stuck in this box that was too small for me. Right. I'm huge. Yes. <laughs> so right. I decided to just get rid of my filter to mixed results on the internet. Right. And I decided to just never hold anything in ever again. Yes. And so while I understand that is not always the most responsible position to take, especially when you are a public figure, mm -hmm. this has just been my personal journey to try to not kill myself again. What was that last straw that made you decide, this is it, I'm gonna try to take my life? At the time, I had pneumonia, but I was still able to go to work, but I wasn't able to lie down and sleep. And I was also a DJ, so I was DJing all night, coming back, working myself to the bone, because also as a woman, you're always told that you have a sprint, not a marathon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you never say no to a job. Right. You never say no to an opportunity. Right. I was working myself to death, everything was falling apart, and I think I just reached my limit. Everyone has a limit of how much you can eat yeah. in this world. And my, my cup of runneth over. Right. And so I was like, right, I just, I can't, I can't do this. I can't take the pain or the loneliness or the numbness yeah. any longer. Right. I just like, what is the point? I'm not contributing anything to anyone. Everyone would be better off without me. That's the, that's often a narrative suicidal yes. people have that. I feel like when she said repress rage, you yeah, related. Yeah, because I had the same experience. Mm. Got a level of success pretty much got everything I had asked for and had basically what I believe is a nervous breakdown and also was suicidal. And it's happened twice in my life. And I found out the same thing, that it was all based upon repressed rage. I was sitting on so much rage mm. that was covering my sorrow and despair. Mm. Did you have a numb feeling of depression? Was your depression, I'm so sad, I'm lying down, I'm eating ice cream, listening to sad songs, mm -hmm. or was yours a kind of numbness, a detachment? It was a numbness and detachment. This is my theory that comes from literally zero schooling. So, right. Sorry. <laughs> Take this with a pinch of salt. But the reason I think we become numb when we have repressed rage is because there is a dishonesty in it. Mm. You are lying not only to yourself, but you're lying to everyone that you're okay when you're not. Yes. Yeah. I think that that creates a kind of like moat almost mm. between who you really are and who you're projecting yourself as. And in that space is where the numbness lies. Because Absolutely. you are you are existing outside of your own body. Mm -hmm. And I think that we also think of depression because of the way that it's been relayed in media mm -hmm. and in music as always sadness and I like, yeah. can't get out of bed. Were but you... I was high functioning. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
When you talk about kind of being outside of your body, I can definitely relate to that because during the time when I was self-harming myself mm -hmm. and in that like really deep black hole, I felt exactly that. Mm -hmm. Like it almost didn't matter. I can do this to myself and I don't even really feel this, that numbness. Mm -hmm. Like I don't feel on the outside, so yeah. I'm trying to feel on the inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't even feel that. Right. So it makes it even more difficult, Yeah. you know? You lose respect for yourself. Yes. You lose respect for your own life. With you, I understand, because I thought any problem that you had was my fault. Yeah, well, that's so. not true. No, no, I, I know yeah. that now, but... My problems were your fault. <laughs> well, I've come here today, actually, to confront you. It's amazing to talk about this because I don't feel like enough people talk about the dark side. Yeah, it was Project Unlearn, you know? Yeah. I realised that I had everything wrong, everything backwards. Yeah. I was just such a, like, bitter, twisted, angry woman. Everyone's present self comes from who they were in the past. Mm -hmm. But were there any like key points in your childhood that you think you were like, okay, no, I'm gonna hold on to this feeling and I'm gonna bring it with me? I think sometimes you can't help but take it with you yeah. because the harm is so intense when you're so little. I was abused as a child. Also growing up in a household full of so many, so like devastatingly mentally unwell people yeah. with like we had like bipolar in my household paranoid schizophrenia in my household yeah. depression manic depression addiction ocd like like really just debilitating ocd yes. and so i didn't have anyone that i wasn't looking after so no one was able to look after me because oh, i wow. was the only person who who Keeping. wasn't suffering from a type of psychosis or mental illness at the time right and so wow. I, I kind of grew up smug thinking well like you know i'm I'm fine, I'm the strong one. Mm. Yeah. I'm stoic, you know, and I developed this weird, like, yes, ink, like pride yes. around how under, like, unfazed I am. I'm also from England, uh, and so we like Culturally, to yep. stiff up a lip yeah. and hold everything inside, and exactly. we consider that to be, like, very, very, uh, like, valiant honorable. and honorable. Yeah. Oh, we feel that way in the black community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like to be able to just endure whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. and be and able act to act like nothing happened. Put on your big girl panties. Yeah. yeah. Well, with South Asians, we, like, you're not even allowed to say that you're troubled. You're not allowed to go to therapy yeah. because then it's a sign that you, you're dishonoring your family. You should never feel shame about seeking help for a mental health problem, just like you wouldn't feel shame for seeking help for a right. sore throat. Mm -hmm. We don't look at it as a very, very natural human experience. Everyone is carrying some sort of trauma. You don't have to have just gone to a war zone to come back with PTSD. Right. And I think because we only look to very big dramatic moments as markers of what trauma can be caused by, mm. a lot of people miss the signs. Yeah. Yeah. I can always respect someone who can speak their truth and, and sit in the heat. I know that when you went on social media and you talked about having an abortion. Was that part of your healing process? Yeah, so it was, tried to kill myself, started to investigate why I wanted to kill myself, tried to save my own life. And then once you step out of the worst part of mental illness, it feels like stepping out of a club at 4 a.m. Right. Where it's only when you're outside on the quiet street that you can hear how loud it was in there. And you right. were like, oh my God, I was in that. 
Yes. And so once my mind was clear, I started to pay attention. There was this one particular event that set me off in like a bigger way than I'd ever been like pissed off before, where I'd gotten this big job on the radio. It was like one of the biggest jobs in radio's history in the UK. I was the first woman in 60 years to ever have been given this role. And the day that my first figures got announced, I'd gained like 200,000 listeners, which never happens. You always lose right. listeners. Mm -hmm. They reported all of my male colleagues' listeners and all they reported on me was a picture of me having gained weight. They didn't care about how many listeners I'd gained, they cared about how many pounds I'd gained. And all these photographs ridiculing my size, and I realized, oh my God, you can't even see me. Yeah. You just need to know I'm thin <laughs> right. over the airwaves. Right. And I was like, oh God, that's still all I'm worth. After everything I've achieved, after everything that women have achieved, we are still valued only by the numbers on a scale. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then I was pissed. Right. And that just became the first part of me just being like, you know what, I'm just going to say whatever I want <laughs> all the time. And it was addictive. It's yeah. addictive. Right. When you start telling yeah. the truth, yeah. it's like you can't, st it's mm -mm. like a, it's relentless. Yeah. Yes. We know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because also I realized the more authentic you become, mm. you'll find that people will kind of fall away. Mm -hmm. As much as people like, I got to keep it real, yeah. I need to be true. It seems as though when somebody is practicing real authenticity, mm. people are like, oh no, that's, I can't that's a little that. too much. Right. Yeah. Then when they see it, they're like, <gasps> they're like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> ugh, this is, you've you broken the veneer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Let me tell you, any authentic life is messy yep. and it comes with some deep battle scars, mm -hmm. but the 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. You gotta dress those battle scars in gold and Hunting. rise and wear it like a crown. Yes. yes. You know? How did you get to the point where it didn't matter, where you didn't care what people thought about you? That's my problem. I, I'm, I get really, really absorbed in what other people think about me. I think realizing that I was okay with taking my own life was that for me. I was like, well, I have truly nothing to lose yeah. anymore. And upon realizing that, I was like, okay, it is not your responsibility to be liked or understood mm. or approved of by everyone. Or really even Say anyone. anyone. Uh, Say that again. I've Please, always I need to hear that. said that. I was like, I never worry about being liked yeah. because it's a trick bag. Yeah. Because that's what, that is the space of manipulation. Mm. If you need somebody to like you, it'll be too difficult for someone to, to act from an authentic yeah. place. Obviously, because the yeah. first thing you're thinking about is, okay, if I do this, this gonna be really gonna like you know, me. And all of this. But here's the deal. Most people have a difficult time liking themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like, you know, begging someone to see your true image through a cracked lens. It's not gonna happen. Nah. So you really need to spend the work on you. On you. Everything always Doing comes back you, to yourself. Yeah, it doesn't it well <laughs> everything comes back to yourself. Yes. Clean your own home. Clean yeah. your own yeah. home yeah. first. That is so important. You got Cleaning to. Cleaning your own home first. Understand your own behavior so that when you get home. through with all of that, when you get through with all that cleansing, you can come back into the world differently. Yeah. 100%. It is an act of rebellion to love yourself. Oh, yeah. And to yeah. accept yeah. yourself so and to true. be content. Mm -hmm. Yes. As women, we are so trained to be so concerned with being likable, with being you know, yeah. affectionate enough, with smiling all the time. Like we have so many expectations of how we're supposed to present ourselves. We have so much extra f homework to do yeah. as women. We're never supposed to age. Right. You're supposed to stay thin for the rest of your life. You're supposed to always be on your best behavior, always be in a good mood, always be sexy, like always be what every single individual, different person with different needs wants you to be all at the same time. Exactly. Right. Constantly. Men are not given this extra homework to do. That's, How are we ever going to catch up as a gender right. if we have all of this extra homework? Right. And so I think it was realizing the injustice of me being asked to do all of these different things that my male friends were not asked to think about. Yeah. Mm. So they're just thinking about the prize. They're thinking about the end goal. Mm -hmm. They're thinking about their happiness. And I'm thinking about everyone else's happiness and trying to cheat gravity and time. I wouldn't right. dare make yeah. the exact parallel. But Kimberly Latrice Jones, who's a wonderful writer and activist, talking about what's going on currently within black rights in America, mm -hmm. she was saying that they are lucky that all we're asking for is equality and yes. not revenge. Right, 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 yep. right, right. That was real. And that was the most unbelievable yep. sentence of yep. the year. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in a lesser extent or in a different extent, the same potentially exists of men with women. Mm. Yep. Ima imagine how pissed we are. 
Imagine. Oh, I know. <laughs> exactly. Imagine if we did unto them what they have done to us. I've heard so many people say, um, do you really think that the Me Too movement is actually going to help the evolution of women? Because, you know, we don't want men to feel, you know, threatened by... Mm -hmm. And I'm like... Yikes. That's the whole point, mm -hmm. is to show that you can't do this anymore. Yeah. There is a consequence. Yeah. There is a loss. And you will lose your career or your job if you do do these things. Mm -hmm. And almost like it's a preposterous thing now that there's consequences. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's up to us to be like, no, boys won't be boys. Boys mm -hmm. will be held accountable for their actions. Mm, yeah. And that's where we're moving towards. So, Gam, yes. I know that you've learned some lessons in regards to judging people. Have you, Jamila? Yeah, I was a real dick. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Not even that long ago. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was a misogynist. Really? I know. Wait a minute. Break it down. Break it down. down. I'm like, let me make sure I'm not a misogynist. I know. I was, no, I don't think there's no way you could be as bad as I was. Like, I was bullied at school by girls, and I didn't always have great relationships with all of the women in my family. And so I didn't have a good vibe of women growing up. Yeah. And I would speak disparagingly about women, and I thought women were just always in drama. I had all this rage, and I would project it at women wow. at the nearest, easiest target. Wow. And so there is documented proof of me slut-shaming mm. loads of female celebrities like Miley, Beyonce, Rihanna, like Kim, totally. like all these different people, Iggy Azalea. And I was doing it because I was in pain. Like, I was a troll. Mm -hmm. I thought I was doing feminism. I know you don't steer away from, like, the public, public feuds. feuds. Yeah. I was this slut-shaming, woman-hating That's so interesting because now, <laughs> like, the vibe is, like, so... So I would have never thought that you would have done mm. those things. Because people change. People yeah. can grow. People grow and change. Yes. and I Learn and I, from their mistakes. A hundred percent. It's why I have not removed myself from society, in spite of being asked too many times <laughs> by people on Twitter. And I understand. <laughs> but the reason I don't is because I would like to be that proof that human beings can redeem yes. themselves. When did you realize or identify that behavior as like, oh, no. That doesn't work. Years after it happened, and I, you know, I had been sexually assaulted, wow. and I did not make any connection to those two behaviors. Mm -hmm. So I'm sexually assaulted, I'm too afraid to confront my rapist, and so instead I get angry at all women who sexualize themselves, because mm. I blame them for why men have always sexualized me since I was oh, a child. Wow. And I'm like, it's your fault. That's deep. Because you make them think that they have permission to my body, whereas that's never the case. And I was afraid deep down. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I projected my pain. That's deep, though. That is, and that that was a protection mechanism because of your fear. Mm -hmm. So it was yeah. like, okay, I can't go after... I can't go after the... The predator. The perpetrator. The perpetrator. Yeah. But I'm going to go after what the I easy think target. makes... The, yeah, the easy target. Yeah, and I'm still so ashamed. But even though I understand why I did it, I think it's important to be accountable. Absolutely. And hold yourself responsible for the fact that whatever happens to you, it might explain what you did, but it doesn't excuse it. Exactly. When you talk about that you were doing all this slut-shaming, and then you came into a place where you're like, okay, I got to change that, mm. right? I would imagine that you have a whole different perspective on cancel culture. I think we've had a lot of very privileged, powerful people come out and be like, I'm being canceled, when they're just being <laughs> criticized, right? Yeah. right? It is very hard to cancel a privileged person, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Because money and power mean you can just shut up for a minute and come right. back. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's 
people who don't have privilege who actually lose their jobs, who actually yeah. lose their houses, right. who actually maybe become homeless because they That's lost their job point. and couldn't make a medical bill. And so I think that it's really important for celebrities to stop crying about cancellation if they mm. haven't actually lost a job. Yep. So understanding what cancellation means versus call out fierce, culture. Yeah, call yeah. out. Call out. So yeah. call-out culture versus cancel culture. Yes. Exactly. I really believe in call-out culture. Everything I've learned, everything that's made me a better person is when I've been piled onto and called out by mm -hmm. people online. Really? They have made me a better person. I'm grateful for them, even if I'm a bit sassy in the moment. <laughs> I'm secretly learning and listening. Educating myself, shutting up sometimes. Yes. Never enough. <laughs> you can't control this amount <laughs> of regret I have over some of the that I've said in an angry moment, but I can't take it back and I won't take it back because women reserve the right to f up and come back yes, and do better. Yes, like, that's right. When a man f up, when a man, sorry about my effing, but when a man makes a huge mistake, even like beats his wife, yep. he will get the big GQ yes. article yep. two years later. Keep his and job. he's being shot beautifully yep. and he looks really pensive in all the photographs. Yeah. And he'll be like, I went to rehab, like <laughs> I came from an abusive home, this, that and the other. And I respect all that. Right. But they'll be welcomed back. Like, what a brave man. He told us yeah. his whole story and he's really worked on himself. A woman never gets that yeah. opportunity. That's true. That's it. She's cast off and yeah. then she disappears and she almost cancels herself. Yeah. We almost remove yeah. ourselves when we think everyone doesn't like us and we've messed up. That is so we know deep. the heat. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I'm looking at you and I'm like, that's some real courage. What do you, mean? you didn't stop like posting or shy away from no. your. <laughs> like, Against no. even all of my publicist's advice. <laughs> right. I was like, no. Because. <laughs> I feel it. No. They had to kick me off of my Twitter and yeah. all of my social medias when I was like 14. Right. Because I was just like, the 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Right in everything I thought, and they had to take it away. Well, I mean, I wish I'd had anyone to do that for me, but (laughs) I'm kind of glad I didn't because it's important that women can see that you can survive. You can get told off, you can get ridiculed, you can get lied about, you can be smeared, Mm -hmm. and you can still (laughs) come back. I would hate me too if I just knew me from what I read. I'm like the Terminator. (laughs) Terminator. Yeah, I'll be back. What are some of the biggest lessons you've learned? Practice self-defense of the mind. Yeah. Mm. You don't have to follow every single celebrity if they trigger you about your lifestyle, about your clothing, Mm -hmm. about the way that you look, about your skin. Mm -hmm. Like, if you feel bad thoughts about yourself from looking at someone's page, it's okay to block, mute, delete, repeat. Yeah. Mm. It's vital, actually. It's so vital for your mental health. There's so much negativity out there. You really have to pay attention to what you're feeding yourself. And so many lies. Like there's there's so much Photoshop and like, you know, all these celebrities selling all these detox and diet products or waist trainers or this like internet powder that's going to make you fire. (laughs) (laughs) For like three days. And I know that because I took all of them. Oh, wow. It is unbelievable that my is still (laughs) intact. Unbelievable. All the stuff that I took as a kid, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I know I'm never coming back. So get get it all out there. I have horrified your mother. (laughs) I did this really great little experiment where I followed all of my favorite women's magazines and I also followed all of my boyfriend's magazines. Mm. It's devastating to see the difference between like how he's being nurtured and nourished all the time and mine was all just to make me look thinner and younger. Yeah. Mm. And all the stories were just about like which hairstyle suits your face shape the most. Women are made to feel insecure. Like what else can we fix on you? And they make us insecure about every single inch of our bodies. I saw some very famous woman talking about needing her earlobes like redone, (laughs) earlobeplasty, and it's like, I'm worried about rape. I'm worried about equity and equality. I'm worried about my reproductive rights being taken away. I don't want to worry about my mother (laughs) earlobe. (laughs) I don't want to worry about my elbow fat being called out. This is what I think is so interesting. And when I figured this out, it changed everything for me. It's a perfect cycle. You can go through any woman who has ever stood out or spoken out or just done really well for a while. Mm -hmm. We build her up. We exaggerate how fantastic, how beautiful, how incredible she is. So people start to become a little bit sick of her face. Mm -hmm. And that's when the destruction becomes easy because Mm. we have no empathy left for her. We have no sympathy. We don't trust her. When I first grew up, I adored you. And like the nutty professor and everything you ever did before that, I was obsessed with you. And then I started reading headlines about you Mm -hmm. around the time that Will was doing Wild Wild West. Mm. I remember the exact headline that made me be like, I don't know if I like this woman. It was, <laughs> I, forgive okay. me for being this blunt, but it was like, Jada says, stay away from sexy Salma. Oh my God. In like quotations, way. as if they knew you'd said it in the privacy of your own sexy home. Sexy Salma. Never. Oh. Salma thought, actually happens to be one of my favorite. Very good friends. Yes, yes. Yeah. one of my favorite women. But I believed the headlines right. that I read about you because you were just doing too well and your marriage was too happy. Right. And like, you're mm-hmm. right. That, and it is a cycle. Yeah. I've been in that cycle quite a few times. Yes. 100%. Yes. And you keep going. going. I love you. And it was because 
partially of this show and also just watching you come and speak out about so many things that just made me fall in love with you again because finally you were speaking on your own terms. You had yeah. to build your own show yes. to finally not be misrepresented. Yep. yep. I've come to the understanding that with things that I've gone through and you know the way I've raised my kids, the way I've decided to have my marriage, I look at my life, I go, I get it. I can see why that wouldn't be good for you. Right. <laughs> But it's like you get to a place where you're so comfortable with yourself. It's like, it's yeah. all right. You don't have to like me. Yeah. It's okay. I remember the whole like Anne Hathaway thing, the way that our generation mm. like ridiculed this woman for just rehearsing an Oscar speech. Who wouldn't rehearse an, an Oscar, Oscar speech? Right. Yes. The way she got trolled. I mean, she was one of the dumbest cases of cancel culture, where it's just yeah. like they canceled her for seeming pre-rehearsed. It's like, mm -hmm. we cannot bear an organized woman. We cannot bear a premeditated right. woman, a confident woman. We cannot bear a woman who has a plan. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more dangerous yeah. to our society than a woman with a plan. And so we, a woman must seem like always grateful, always surprised. Yeah. We must always seem like lost little girls. Yeah. We have to make this face on Instagram. <laughs> yep. Because we need to make sure that men understand that we don't know where we are or what's going on. And so they must come and save us. This was a great conversation. Oh, yes. Yes. And I have to say that we like Legendary. Yes. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> yes. I appreciate that. I love that show very yes. much. I'm so inspired by you. This show, what you've done with it, this feels like being invited on Oprah in the 90s. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? You really talk about real that I've never heard people talk about on yep. TV before. Mm -hmm. You're changing the conversation for mm -hmm. women. And I see the impact that you're having in real time. Thank but you. I took it really seriously, like being invited on this show, because there are people who genuinely say about me every day that she is the worst person on the internet. And I'm like, worst? the worst? Really? Oh, no. Really? can't be the worst. Like, give me top 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A brown woman with passion is always going to get the heat. Yeah. Not yes. always. That's what we're here to do. Exactly. Yes. High it five. ends. It yeah. ends with us. It right? ends with us. Yes. Yes. For sure. <laughs> I love it. To join the Red Table Talk family and become a part of the conversation, follow us at facebook.com slash redtabletalk. Thanks for listening to this episode of Red Table Talk podcast, produced by Facebook Watch, Westbrook Audio, and iHeartRadio. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 
24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.